Ladies and gentlemen, this picture contains scenes which under no circumstance should be viewed by anyone with a heart condition or anyone who is easily upset. Hey, welcome back to Caustic Content, the show where two lifelong friends torture one another by trying to find the absolute worst thing streaming on the internet. Uh, I'm Steve, and joining me as always, I've got Myros here. Hi, uh, Steve. Another grim day. Glad to be back. <laughs> We're doing our job too well as of late. I know. It's just like this is this creates just like existential dread inside of me. Every time we do one of these episodes, I'm like, what am I doing with my fucking life? Like, I need to <laughs> just like reevaluate some things, reorder some things. Uh, but hey, joining us on the journey, it's uh, Colin Tanner. Hello, hello, everybody. Uh, I just want to say that I had maybe the opposite effect at points, including the intro of one of these films where, what, 45 seconds in, I put both of my arms up and went, yay, because <laughs> it was so awful. But we'll get to that later. <laughs> <laughs> this is, uh, once again, a, a banner week for caustic content, just finding new lows. Uh, and and this, this week, I figured, you know, it's a Colin episode. We've been rotating between Colin and... Uh, uh, Stephen Coleman and Colin. I know if there's one thing that you love, it's animation. Isn't that right? Oh, of course. I mean, animation from anywhere. It doesn't matter yeah. if it's old stuff like Tex Avery or new stuff like anime or, or anything in between, even like really bad animation. Oh. So, I mean, like Newgrounds.com. I love those old clock animations back in the day. <laughs> Just anything, any weird shit, you know, like. So this was very much in my wheelhouse. Yeah, of, uh, I mean, in the grand tradition of, uh, you know, your Tex Avery, your Walt Disney, your Don Bluth, and what have you, uh, we have found One two- of those was not an animator, by the way. <laughs> I just want to say, Walt Disney, come on. I mean, he, he drew Mickey Mouse, or at least he had people draw it for him and then took their work. I mean, that counts, Anti-union right? Anti-union motherfucker. <laughs> Roasted hell. He's horrible. <laughs> well... Anyways, you've made an enemy, Disney. (laughs) Personal politics aside, because, yeah, he was a piece of shit. uh, We found two real gems here that I think would fit in nicely with his catalog, perhaps. Um, Oh, boy. Uh, Let you know, Myros, before we even dive in, can you can you go over the rules again? Just if we in case we have any new listeners out there. There's rules for this and. And this is what you did? Yeah, no holes barred is, is not is not the way we go around here. <laughs> God, I've been in here before and I felt like something changed. Like you went somewhere darker, but please go ahead. You know, rest in peace, Zeus. But uh, this is not no holes barred. We do have uh, rules here. Um, those rules. <laughs> I'm also going to take this opportunity to make a proposal for the next episode, by the way. But to start <laughs> off, uh, we're only allowed to use what streaming service provides us. Uh, if they give us a trailer, great shakes. I think both of these might have. I don't know. Either way, uh, it doesn't help sometimes. But uh, we're also not allowed to choose found footage films uh, because of redundancy. You just get a lot of the same plots. Uh, similarly, we have what we call the God Real Clause, which is to say... Uh, only one film per director, and the reason for that is is because, again, we, we've got a guy like uh, Aldevan Teixeira Torres who has cranked out approximately 7,000 projects, and, you know, I could pick him every week, probably get a uh, rack-up wins over and over again. 
But uh, please don't. <laughs> that becomes less interesting. Um, these also can't be anything either of us have previously seen. I don't think we have to worry about that this week. Uh, my proposal is we're on such a roll here that I, I think we should uh, we should bar Amazon Prime for a week. Ooh. Yes. Wow. Wow. You're going to make me go to Tubi? Is that what you're trying to push on me here? Well, you could go to your Netflix. You could go to your Hulu. You might have to watch a real thing or something. I don't know. Wow. We might actually have to watch a real movie. That would be good, too, because next episode is going to be a Stephen Coleman episode, and uh, I don't want him to kill us. I think he yeah. was kind of on the verge last time. So, hey, uh, what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> you pushed the shit on me. We'll get to what we had to watch, but you, man, I, you have you seem to have a higher tolerance threshold, or at least like you can you can hear the exhaustion and the sadness <laughs> in the voice of Stephen Coleman. Yeah, and you also didn't have to watch fucking Nutty either. So uh, last yeah, week, you didn't have episode, to watch. Nutty. Last episode was just. Uh, a grueling slate. It was a punishment. Uh, I mean, your last episode was also a fucking horrible nightmare, but I think we might have even topped it last time. Yeah, it's it's been Holy the last two shit. episodes has been like like a, a just a Mount Rushmore of things that people should never watch in their lives. So it's it's been a wonderful experience for everyone. Really great stuff. Um, Anyways, uh, yeah, I'm I'm fine with that. So next episode, let's go. Let's go. No Amazon Prime. You know, it's it's getting too easy to find things that make me want to just stop yeah, doing podcasts altogether. So easy is not the word that comes to mind when I think about these <laughs> fucking things. But no, uh, especially this week because while we chose some some fun and fanciful animated features, wouldn't you know they're barely an hour long and felt like a lifetime. So <laughs> yes. One of these, yeah, is is an hour long, and it is the first film in constant content history that I have actually fast forwarded during. <laughs> yeah, I um, I, I I think about maybe halfway or two thirds of the way through this, I I just zoned out. I was like, I'm gonna I'm gonna look at Twitter. I can't watch this anymore. <laughs> I'm not getting anything new from it. Uh, I I was way you know I I would passively look over and be like, hey. Maybe this will turn into something and then I'll pay it. Nope. Never change. Never change. So let's let's yeah, talk being, about yeah. that movie. So this this film that you chose, Myros, is called well, it's part of a, a series called the The Seer. I guess. And it's called The First Armageddon. Uh, which the description reads <laughs> A world is in danger. In order to save him, the seer and his friends make a fantastic trip. Get ready to experience great emotions in a fantasy world of dinosaurs, dragons, and other adorable creatures. The first Armageddon. Mm. And the uh, the artwork for this is like some angel of death, like Dark Souls looking motherfucker and uh, like basic ass Helvetica font just says the seer of the first Armageddon. Not what I think of when I think of adorable creatures. <laughs> that is not Helvetica. That's a seraph. It's got uh, that's like a Times New Roman or something. Times New Roman. My mistake. My mistake. Default font is what I should have gone with. I apologize for that. Um, so, boy. Uh, I, I think we should probably start by talking about the technical limitations here, which usually isn't a great way to discuss a film, but I think it's important. So when we talk about The Seer, The First Armageddon, a film by Aldevan Teixeira Torres, 
you need to understand that it is the highest of the high concepts, okay? We are talking just like totally just to the fucking moon out there. Um, it kind of made <laughs> me think of like, I don't know, like a little bit of Scientology maybe uh, or Mormonism with its like weaving of, of, of religion and, and high fantasy and, and sci-fi and other genres. Um, it is also important, in addition to being the most high concept thing we have ever watched for this show, uh, it is like a cult propaganda video, I'm pretty sure. And I'm not like making that as a joke. Like, for real, that's what this is. But a failed, then, yeah, a failed a cult. A failed cult. Failed cult. No, I don't think anyone joined. Now, the third you know, pillar here in understanding what the Seer of the First Armageddon is is that it is, uh, I think it's made with PowerPoint, and <laughs> it, it's entirely text-to-voice. And it's yes. it's not PowerPoint exactly. There's, there's a couple of different programs you can get that sort of like jazz up your PowerPoints. They're just kind of like rudimentary animation. Um, what I, the what, fuck? what are they called? It's, it's not called like comically <laughs> or or cartoonly or something like that. But there's there's a lot of these different things. So when you see, um, I don't know, Kickstarter videos probably use these programs a lot, or corporate training videos. You know, yeah, uh, they they use these things, and but you just get stock assets, and and they're essentially like stagnant backgrounds, and then limited animations, and then you can sort of pose the characters almost like dolls. You know. And then their their mouths can move to to speech that you insert if you choose to. So we have that. That's that's our setup. And again, it's all text to voice. So every single character is not voiced by someone with a microphone, like recording it. Uh, he instead, I'm assuming exactly. this person did not have a microphone accessible to him. And so every single character is like, hello, I am ready to go into the wondrous cave and see the dragons. And this goes on for an hour. <laughs> and they never yes. go into a wondrous cave and see dragons. They're just we always catch them uh, when they're having a little break. You know, it's, it's a little rest downtime. Time. This is all the in-between parts. <laughs> We're just checking in while they're fucking standing in a, in a clearing in some various setting. Mm-hmm. We got. We got to make a plan. We're, let's let's stop over there. And make a plan to make a plan about making a plan about making a plan about doing the thing that we're here to do that we can't wait to do that we will do immediately as soon as we have a plan. Yeah, it's For it's 90, great. I felt like ninety minutes. It really did. It felt longer than it was. <laughs> oh, I, yeah. I actually said ninety minutes. Just right <laughs> ninety <laughs> hours. What's it ninety? It it really is like you know you talk about things like anti comedy or like this is I, I would call this complete anti cinema. The only thing that I oh, can compare it to yeah. is uh, uh, Vernon Chapman's Final Flesh in, in terms of like the way that it's it's off-putting for the audience and just sort of full of, of weird non-sequitur mumbo-jumbo. The difference is, is <laughs> Final Flesh, which is a movie that was made to be incoherent, is a million times more coherent than yes. the first Armageddon. And also it isn't made with this fucking horrendous like flash nightmare flash animation no it's it's made in a respectable way with uh with you know uh make your own porn uh services so right i fucking wish i fucking wish this was made with porn actors instead of this uh, robot voices and zero zero edited animation like there's no animation here if it's anti-anything it's anti-animation like it is it's just static (laughs) figures standing there and then when they transition 
there's no transitions. It just cuts to like them being at different places or them doing some other stock animation. But it's just like a jarring fucking cut where they splice in a, a different fucking scene. I, I mean, it'll be the same backdrop, but the people have moved slightly and all of a sudden they're doing a different animation that he paid for. Whoa. It's just like... They, they also have the, the 3D fuck? dinosaurs, though. They, oh, they actually have dinosaurs, dinosaurs in 3D with their own shadows, their own drop <laughs> shadows that sometimes collide into other drop shadows and other dinosaurs. Oh, that's the... Uh, there's, a, there's layering problems up the fucking ass as well. Like, there's this one scene where they go to a restaurant, which is in like a fucking medieval <laughs> village they're they're in like some uh, hovel backdrop and then they're like let's go to the restaurant it's like what why would there be a fucking restaurant in this setting to begin with but, <laughs> but yeah it's, it's just all of a sudden they're in like a, a fucking fine dining restaurant and the layers which all obviously came from the same fucking company i mean the dinosaurs did not but no but the all dinosaurs these other are, assets that's an added it's a little flourish. are coming from this same place and there's there's got to be directions for positioning these things behind like the tables, and he just ignored them all. And they're all just like sitting at a table, except mm-hmm. overlaid wrong, and it just looks fucking ridiculous. The uh, the dinosaurs are gonna walk walk through a three quarters portrait. They don't fucking care. They don't fucking care. They don't care if there's no land there. If they're gonna be dropping a shadow in the middle of the sky, they're just plowing right through. And I want to make this very clear. There is no proof that a human being had any involvement with this. I'm just putting that out there. This could this <laughs> could be no an algorithm. Proof. This could be like a deep the, fake animated film. <laughs> yeah, but a self-aware AI created this, or maybe not a self-aware AI. But th- there's there's no proof that a, a human being ever touched this because it's all just idioms and. Just threats, <laughs> like veiled threats of like the past yeah. is bad. And maybe, the maybe if an AI uh, failed the sixth grade repeatedly, it would create something like this. I uh, I don't know. It's unfortunately, I, I I love the belief that this is the work of of a really disturbed individual, frankly, because it is. Yeah, it's like the the plot is is if like I don't know if you're reading like fucking the Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe, and. Aslan the lion who is already like this clumsy Christ allegory was also like a self insert character and his dialogue Mm -hmm. was just like hello I am C.S. Lewis your lord and savior it's like what the fucking hell is this yeah not a fourth wall breaking (laughs) like 90% of the dialogue is just this author talking about his fucking upbringing and it's just and how it has turned him into a prophet or something. It's like, what in the shit is happening? I I will say the first the first 30 seconds made me very happy because he's talking and I'm like, I can't follow any of this. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm delighted. I mean, it's the first 30 seconds. I'm like, I have no idea what he's saying and I don't think I could. And then the mom starts talking. I'm like. There's no sentences. There's no thoughts being formed. It's a run-on sentence. It's a don't worry about the punctuation. I'm just going to blah, 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 blah. There's no, like, to even impersonate it is too irritating. But it yeah. is stuff that, like, when she talks, she says things like, when I was growing up, we were from sundown to sun up. 
Well, the phrase is sun up to sundown, unless you were third shift <laughs> as a child. What are you talking about? <laughs> but, but when he's leaving, he says my favorite line. I promise I didn't copy any more of the dialogue. So I'm like, well, fuck this. I'm giving up. <laughs> but he said, reasonable will always come first to me. <laughs> <laughs> well that's like There's giving up like, idea. like i always fucking leave the subtitles out especially in this because it's incomprehensible but i had to turn them off immediately because they, they just take up the entire fucking screen <laughs> s- s- scroll <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, uh, I, I just, I can't even describe this thing. It is, it's just insane. Like, it's obviously like this guy was poor and I, I believe he's a gay man growing up in, in Brazil and uh, he's just on and on about how now he's the hero of fucking Brazil and everyone fucking worships his ass. And it's just insane. Like, I think this is a novel which is also insane. Like, it's just like yeah. a quote unquote novel <laughs> that he fucking fed into a machine to read out over flash animation, but it would be the worst novel ever fucking written. <laughs> yeah. But that's the problem is that when he discusses his sexuality, his or hers, I was actually not clear or theirs. I was never clear on the identity of the individual. Um, they just referred to them as like, uh, you wise divine. Like, His Hindu. name is divine. It's like yeah. yeah. Which and by the way, I was very disappointed. <laughs> oh, I was gonna do that joke. You just took it, man. <laughs> I was like, who's gonna do the dog turd joke first? Someone's gonna get it. I was even. I was plugging in my gear. I was getting ready. I'm like, you know, if I jump with that dog turd joke fast enough, Cuff might not get it. <laughs> Here he comes. Hey, mister, that is a carpool lane. You're clearly alone. You're pulling ahead. Damn it. That joke was ready. I had it all teed up. Um, well played, sir. You, you, you bested me in the, in the reference to John Waters, who is an infinitely better director and filmmaker and storyteller and just general person than whoever wrote this is clearly having a lot of struggles because when they talk about their sexuality and they they're very clear that yeah their ex like one of them brings up <laughs> one of them brings up their ex and he's like yeah he's uh he's happy with his wife and kids now and whatever i don't care and this is a movie about uh ostensibly like uh five people going to rescue a princess from a dark lord and preventing an armageddon in some distant land this it, it, why are we talking about our ex and their the yeah. fucking relationship with their family and friends and whatnot? It's just like it's just fucking insane. Like not, there's no connect between what the quote unquote story is and what this actually is. Which is this this guy fucking like go get a therapist, motherfucker? What the hell are you doing? <laughs> and it's, it's it's simultaneously super sad and also like angering because the guy doesn't think he has problems he thinks he used to have problems and now he's fucking yeah. cracked the code and he's he's, and he's got some advice us. for you motherfucker yeah, but and, and again it's like the text-to-speech thing so he's just like my boyfriend was the love of my life but now i am no longer with him he now has a wife and several children but love is transcendent yeah. love goes through the fourth dimension of time and space and it's like, what the fuck dude just <laughs> That's all trauma, dude. That's all trauma. Oh my god! It's, it's <laughs> like the it's like the Bonzi buddy fucking Windows ninety five just narrating his life story. 
And also Bonzi Buddy is sentient and believes he's God. (laughs) (laughs) But like constantly referencing themselves as God and having everyone else congratulating them for being such a good God. Like, like, yep, you're very wise. But the weird thing is, no matter how much they agree, because they will always connect uh, the tissue of conversation uh, by, by agreeing and then immediately just word salad into something unrelated. <laughs> so it's so hard to follow. Uh, it can be yeah. like, hey, you want to go, yeah. you want to go to dinner tonight? Absolutely. But <laughs> your grandmother's a whore. Well, <laughs> I am thinking about shaving my head. Yeah, everything is a non sequitur. I think my favorite character is his high school friend, which is, again, just this most horseshit thing. Like, his high school friend, who is a Wiccan, (laughs) and is like, I love you so much, I am devoted to you forever. I don't know if you have you ever met a Wiccan. Oh, they're the worst. Like, no, they're t- normal people. I don't know why this is like a big story point. Unless you met a really, actually, I take that back. That's a pretty weird person. Of course, they know a weird Wiccan. <laughs> what am I saying? <laughs> of course, they have like weird people in their lives because, like, oh no, do you think these are all real people? Yes. Okay. So one hundred percent. These are like his actual friends. I want to know who the old lady grandma is. Also, I want to know how there's like there's an Indian guy in this film. And they just call him Hindu. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Old Hindu. <laughs> yeah. But he didn't pay for the Indian text-to-speech option, I guess, which is probably a blessing, frankly. Yeah, for all of us. Although he did reuse that British guy voice. I, yeah. I like how it's like... The, the, my favorite use of that is uh, there. there's a British Christmas elf, and they go to like the Christmas elf village, and he goes, Hello, welcome to my village. This is Troll Town. <laughs> It's like you're dressed like a Christmas elf and it's fucking troll town. <laughs> hey, there was no troll asset available for purchase. No, no, no troll asset available. <laughs> so the Wiccan thing like that is to me, if you ask if these are real people and to me, that reads as this is not this is a real person, but it's not a friend of his. Like I, I picture this guy is living fucking alone in an apartment and hasn't seen a person in like six years. But this is a, a oh friend of his God. from high school who he has now inserted into his fiction, hasn't spoken to in like uh, 30 years, and, and is he's written into a fiction to be like, oh, I bet you she'd think I'm real cool now. <laughs> so she's like, wow, yeah. you have evolved so much, good seer. Uh, you will lead us all to salvation. And it's like, God damn it, man. God damn it. And also, we haven't even talked about the fucking singing yet. Oh, is there singing? I don't know if there is. <laughs> uh, I, I, yeah, I mean that's that's the one commonality here, other than animation, is uh, some real some real banging music tracks in both the films we chose. But uh, this is something else. It's like Brazilian, uh, like Portuguese. No. I don't like folk something. Because this this guy is definitely from Brazil. He makes yes. like numerous references, but but the music is just like I don't know. It's like really cleanly recorded poppy folk music like if i if i was in a starbucks in brazil instead of nora jones they would be playing this and i i don't know where that came from it's also um, the the levels on it are approximately 10 times the volume of everything else in the film which makes me think this is a recording artist that he i, I could be wrong here i'm just speculating um but i think 
that he just jacked these tracks from a, a singer-songwriter that he enjoys. I don't believe this is original Completely. music or music that he paid for. Here is another song I would like to play for you. <laughs> it's just like, what the fuck, dude? Yeah, it's, it's, no English translation, no English subs on it either. It just says divine singing. <laughs> <laughs> and, and of course oh, there's no animation so, it is. so this is admittedly the point where I was like alright gonna fast forward through this because there's just too. these static figures the same thing. like boogieing around and uh, <laughs> singing loudly in, in Portuguese and I'm like well there's nothing to see here <laughs> yeah wow. it's, it's utterly pointless to even have the characters singing because like I don't know, like some of the songs that they're they're performing, I might not like. Like they might not really impress me because it's just generic, like whatever guitar or somebody singing. But perhaps that's not the point. Perhaps the reason the person connects with the song is because the lyrics are relevant to what's going on. Well, too fucking bad. <laughs> There's no lyrics. You don't even get to understand what's happening. I'm sure they're great, <laughs> you know. But like, instead we just get like someone noodling around with a guitar for like three and a half minutes. Thanks, asshole. <laughs> I go back to fucking robots talking about how you're the Jesus of the whatever <laughs> by the way it's always it's always jesus people isn't it because when he started talking I'm like oh i bet he's a jesus person and then he started talking about how he's a big friend of jesus or whatever but he's the son of god now i don't know if we've been very clear about this <laughs> he definitely refers to himself as the son of god yes. multiple times and everyone agrees that he is the son of god like <laughs> the, the hindu agrees because he's the hindu <laughs> and the, the the master agrees who is no longer the master who is the master i don't know it's a questionable asset he chose for the master this is a grandma fucking flash animation <laughs> God, it looks like it looks like uh, the grandma from like Family Circus or something. It's it's, it's horrible. <laughs> I, it, you know, it, it, and I I can't stress this. Thirty minutes in, it took about thirty minutes for them to even reference a princess or like the with like anything. So like for the first thirty minutes, like even in the intro, they're just like, "Hey, what's going on?" And he's like, "Oh, I'm on vacation, but I'm thinking about taking a trip. Really, take a trip with us? Okay." What? Like, and they go and they do that, but instead they all just walk around these places and go, yeah. And there's like these random animated animals, like overly animated animals, distractingly animated <laughs> animals in the foreground. And then there's just bullshit conversations about like, yes, for it is very wise to be important, but it's more important to be wise. But to be the truthful about you, I was worried. But then I look towards the future. And I'm just making this shit up. But it really is like that for like, what is it? 58 minutes? How long uh, is this movie again? Minutes. Yeah. Fuck that movie. It's feature Fuck length, it. technically. <laughs> <sighs> also, there's all this what talk joy. about the, uh, like, it's just, again, I want to be like, oh man, I, I kind of feel bad for this guy. I don't feel bad for this guy. His old movie's like, <laughs> fucking. He's like, I, he I have with been published. I have published seven hundred novels in twelve languages. I am great. I am the king of all things. I, I have won four awards for my award-winning films. It's like, what are you even talking about? What the fuck award could you possibly want for this? <laughs> The fucking industrial film awards or something. I don't even like he's literally taking backdrops that are made for like a fucking HR video in our 10 second loops. And just ah! I just I kept waiting for, for him to explain my benefits policy to me. 
Like that pyramid one. The pyramid one is is like next level shit. Oh, the, the pyramid fish, one's the best swimming one. by over and over and over and over again. And there's like these two twinkling things in the water. And I'm like, oh my god, this loop is driving me <laughs> fucking insane. And it's it's a it's like a Mayan temple with a waterfall coming down it. And all the characters, all five of them, are just sitting in the river in their clothes, <laughs> just talking. It's so good. And oh then at the God. end, he like fucks up, and the grandma, the master, or whatever, fucking stays in the water for no reason, and everyone else just like gets out. Uh, I, I, <laughs> you I don't. Uh, uh, this thing is is beyond description, but that doesn't mean everyone really should is. be curious about it because it is. People, people were laughing at at him because he wrote a book, right? Did you, did this part I don't think should be ignored. Did he wrote a book. Yeah, I also and have this in together, <laughs> and everyone laughed at him. But his book was really just books of the Bible that he rebound, and everyone laughed at him because it wasn't his books. Yes, the, it, his his mean high school uh, classmates they criticized him for this because. And, and they said he had no talent because he tried to pawn this off as a book he wrote. And it was just, by his own admission, Bible stories that he had reprinted and bound together. And they said, well, you have no talent because these aren't even your your works. <laughs> and, and he showed them by going on to publish 700 novels or whatever. He has talent as a bookbinder. That's a oh, legitimate that's talent. <laughs> I guess. I'm guessing they were just staples. <laughs> I, okay, so I, I I will admit that this is atrocious. Okay, but sure. as I said, this is this is unlike anything I have ever seen. It is a singular artistic vision, and also in mm. like ten to fifteen second clips, just mm. not as like an hour long punishment ride. It's mm -hmm. fucking comedy gold. There were multiple times yeah, where I right. just broke out laughing, like when they're standing in front of the cave in the beginning when they're about to enter. And the, the master lady, fucking Grandma Family Circus, is just like, we are about to enter into a world that is full of wonder. There are dragons and all kinds of magical creatures and dangers. It will be the most enlightening experience of our lives. And then his, his friend, his Wiccan friend, <laughs> just goes, I am shaking in anticipation. <laughs> and it's just completely <laughs> it's incredible it is just like i'm glad you, you got some that? enjoyment out of it it was about 30 seconds into the thing where i was like oh no and my brain just kind of rejected everything that happened but, but let's be clear there is no music unless there is singing it is just nothing but just robot voices complete silence no sound effects just no there's no like on. natural you're so sound you're perfect you're the best i know i am the best but i used to be the worst but you're no longer the worst now you're the best yes i am the best <laughs> like what is happening absolutely <laughs> deranged deranged it is the product of a diseased mind uh again it, it is just you, this this torres fellow I don't know what the fuck he is. Maybe he is a robot. Maybe he's a robot. It could be. But all, all I know is <laughs> I hate this so much. <laughs> yeah. It, it's it's just bad religious uh, gobbledygook. It's just like if you read enough books of the Bible, you can just regurgitate it too because that's a one of the features they did is they kept editing and editing and editing to the point where they're like, oh, this works good enough because not everybody read at a certain point in history. Whatever. You can just look it up. That's why it's very easy to imitate. Well, yeah, but the thing about no. like the Bible and derivative things that reference the Bible is they have 
uh, stories in them. You know, there's, there's yep. these stories yep. that occur. This movie yep. is what happens between the fucking stories, which is just a bunch of yep. fucking idiots standing around spewing rhetoric, and it's just insufferable. Yep, yeah. it's this is one of those random ass letters that nobody wants to read. Yeah, it's one of those the Catholic <laughs> churches was like, yeah, we don't need this to stay in the Bible. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> That's, and this thing is, this character, there are no characters. Let's be very clear. There are no characters. There is no story. There is no development. At the end, he sees a woman and there's, then it's the credits. But it's not really like... And there's a fight scene, but really it's like 20 seconds of animation. <laughs> laser eyes. <laughs> and then laser fists. So, a lot of laser things going on. But, but I used to use, um, uh, 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 what the fuck was the program uh, that he used to make this? God damn it. The, the PowerPoint. Thing. <laughs> Thank you. I used to use PowerPoint and fuck around and make funny little things. And sometimes they would be minutes long. But they were just fuck around things. But like at the same time, I knew how to do the animation better than he did apparently. And that was like a long ass time ago. I'm like, you know, he could just like, you know, he could wipe a different object here. Just like something. And instead it's just people standing around and just be like, ah, you're so smart. You're the best. You are the very best. And we all respect you for being the best. <laughs> and we are all afraid of the future because we know what it will bring. And they never explain what that means. So... Okay. You should be like the, op the antithesis of Final Flesh and just like use this uh, childish uh, medium to uh, be as lewd as possible because it would be the same result of, mm -hmm. of him just if he's just if he had an animated dick flapping around and everyone was like, your dick is so huge, <laughs> man. Please suck your dick, oh Lord and Master. <laughs> <laughs> Steve, oh, you, uh, did you pick this one? No, this is a Myros pick. <laughs> Uh, okay. But I, th I think we're ready to move on to our, our uh, my pick for this week, uh, which is another animation classic. We're just rolling them out. Uh. So this one comes to us from 2008, and it's called Wizard So-So, Fun Magical Adventure. Uh, and the description hmm. reads, When Kitty the cat struggles to rid Farmer Fred's barn of the three mean-spirited rat bullies... B -b 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 Kitty the cat? Yeah. That's, that's the name. Kitty the, name? the cat. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Fuck this. So, <laughs> rid Farmer Fred's barn of the three mean-spirited rat bullies that have been stealing food and causing trouble, Wizard So-So steps in to lend the feline a magical helping hand. In the second episode, because this is like two short things smushed together, in the second episode of this charming animated adventure, Wizard So-So comes to the aid of his friend the dragonfly, who dreams of turning into an actually flying dragon. It says actually, not actual. I, I'm verbatim here. Oh, wizard so-so. Um, what <laughs> if your Dreamcast melted? Uh, that's what this looks like. It is. Uh, I, I don't even know. I, I remember. I, actually, I think this was like a Sega Saturn game. But did you ever play D? It's like a like a horror game with a lot of like, cutscenes. Hey, like that's an a adventure. good game. Leave that alone. It's a good game, but it came out in like 1995. And... Yeah. That's that's the kind of computer animation that we're dealing with. See, I thought it reminded me of a of a more modern aesthetic. One one uh, Five Nights at Freddy's. Oh yeah, it does oh. kind of have the dead eyes of Five Nights at Freddy's. Uh, but even Five Nights at Freddy's feels like a I mean a, a deliberately retro animation style. But I could see that. Yeah, yeah. 
I, I, I will reference the animation, if I may, to, to two distinctive styles. Uh, the first being uh, maybe the more mainstream reference would be Hoodwinked. You might remember that movie that came out back in 2005 or six. It looks a bit like that. Or <laughs> Ratatouille. Or little cars, uh, or any of those fight. weird yeah. as Brazilian, yeah, 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 <laughs> really Z grade films that sound like the Pixar films, but are not legally actionable. Yeah. So. Now this is this is the look itself is not necessarily a problem. I mean, this could have been Xavier Renegade Angel or something, uh, and it does tiptoe into that territory on occasion. Oh, it um, looks horrible. Let's not even pretend. Even for two thousand eight, this would be like uh, this is ten years too late. 10 years way too late when we're talking about the computer animation here this is like aesthetically it is repugnant but it's just sort of old but also the actual animating the way that, that things move on the screen is just disgusting everything moves in this like really <laughs> stilted manner and it's kind of nauseating because the 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 virtual camera here is kind of moving around this space while these characters seem to animate at a lower frame rate so it it's jarring it's nauseating to watch this <laughs> there's a there's a point where the cat is walking around and I, I i was like what the fuck is that and i realized the way that they had the cat walk is that it was like both left feet go forward both left feet go forward or both right feet go forward. They would just switch back and forth, which is just not how, how a four-legged animal walks. It's, and it just looks yeah. so unsettling. Really like unsettling, it, it uncanny valley stuff going on here. Everyone's got oh. very dead eyes. It's it's upsetting to, to watch this, to look at this, just, just to look at Anger it. Anger-inducing. Uh, it also does <laughs> my favorite box. thing, too, which is uh, the sound is recorded completely in the red so every oh, single yes. voice is horrible. And and let's be clear, they they take one take because they're so good. And when I mean one take, I mean someone getting hit, ow, one take. So if two guys get hit, ow, ow. <laughs> yeah, they, identical. That's it. It's it's just going to be the same sound effect. And this happens for a lot of things. It's just the same sound effect. And you know what? I kind of admire it. I kind of respect that angle of it. It's it's kind of cool that way, but... There's some very fucked up shit going on here. <laughs> I think it was the uh, lab scene with the two plus two equals five uh, belly laugh, but I the, the cat just like inexplicably had a, a different actor doing the voice for just like four lines. I was like, what? Not even remotely a similar sounding. I'm like, what, what, what is that? Mm -hmm. I've been reading George Orwell lately and two plus two equals five, I think, is... Uh, Maybe reference to one of his novels, but the because uh, <laughs> this is uh, the Orwellian homages of Wizard So-So. <laughs> Dude, I'm going to be real with you. The voice acting, everyone sounds like they're trying to do a Dennis Miller impersonation poorly at a party. <laughs> Just like, what is this weird accent that yeah. relates to no one? And then they're like pitch shifted. I thought it was actually one person. Because I know, like, the director and producer and writer was this woman, uh, Rina Wayanani. I, I believe it's a woman. I shouldn't say that. Rina Wayanani, whatever. Uh, and and so I, I assume Rina Wayanani also did all of the voices. Uh, but then in the credits, sure. it lists different people. And, yeah. uh, but it, it genuinely sounds like each one is, like, the same kind of tone and, and cadence to their voice. And it's just pitch shifted up or down slightly. Again... Everything about this, like something feels off. It, it, it feels like a CIA like psyop. 
there's something that's not right here. <laughs> and the other it's thing that bullshit. fucks with you too. Yeah, this is wrong in a better way, I would say. Personally. It just like everything about it just sucks though. It just sucks the life out of like the very ideas that it has, except for the amazing fight scenes. It does have some incredible fight choreography. They let them beat the shit out of each other as hard as they want to. They, like, slam their head into walls and shit. And I'm like, yeah, fight. <laughs> you know, like, they're like animals. It is weirdly violent. And, and the other great thing about, oh. the, about the fight scenes and actually pretty much every scene is this whole first story. And I guess the second story as well. They all deal with, uh, <laughs> like, transformation, specifically getting bigger, smaller, things like that. But the animators, like one of the things you have to be conscious of when you're animating something is, is like perspective and scope. So, you know, how tall is a man? How big is a cat? How, how much real estate does a rat take up on screen? And in the world of Wizard So So Fun Magical Adventure, these are not like defined, uh, uh, you know, concrete things. They are constantly shifting. Yes. So... Even though the rats themselves go from like small to big to small again, they're, they're like shifting in size because that's part of the plot. Also, in the beginning of, of this movie, when we first see they're the rats, humongous. they're huge. They're the size <laughs> yeah. of the cat. And then they get yes. smaller, but then they get really big. But then when they get back down to normal and it's it, again, it makes you feel like you're a crazy person. You're just watching this. You're like, am I am I seeing shit? What the fuck is going on? Well, this is highlighted most prominently by the uh, musical number that extends throughout mm. this entire thing, where they're starting on these instruments uh, at their their regular size, I guess, which is was already huge, uh, larger than a cat. Um, but yeah, they start this fucking blues jam on their uh, makeshift barnyard instruments, <laughs> and then they are subsequently uh, enlarged accidentally, and it cuts back to the exact same music montage. I'm like, what? How, how are they playing these instruments? Like now yeah, they're, they're like back three to jamming. Times. That doesn't make any sense. And then even even the whole process, Reno Wayanati is working through some shit because. Um, the, the process by which these rats are, are made big and small, it, it's upsetting. So the whole Left plot, it, it's, it seems simple. <laughs> yeah, it seems simple because There's the idea is that, it, that definitely working through the, the, the rats have, have entered the barn. They ate all the sausages. They ate the cheese. They ate the fruit, all the things. The farmer's mad. And his solution is, Hey, you stupid fucking cat. You better get rid of these rats yeah. or you can't live here anymore. And so the cat goes across the street to Wizard So-So to, you know, get him to help him out. <laughs> and then the thought crosses my mind, yeah. fuck the farmer, he's a dick. Why don't you just live with Wizard So-So? But I guess that's not the solution. So Wizard So-So comes up with a formula that will, like, shrink the rats down so they can dispose of them. And the only way to get the formula to work is you have to inject it into their, and I quote, left butt. <laughs> It needs to go into the left butt. That's the line. That's the fucking line. And yeah, and it, and it becomes a problem if it doesn't go in the right butt. If yeah. it goes into, it has to be the left butt. And if it's not in there, things will get bad. That formula will do other things. Except it that's will. not explored in the film at all. It it, it always goes oh, in the yeah, left butt. I would have anyway. that this was the thing. <laughs> like this is going to be the crux. Oh, one of them mm -hmm. is going to get large because they they shot it in the right butt. No, no. It, it always goes in the left butt, and then they have to fix it, 
and the solution ends up involving the right butt, I suppose. But the, the, nothing that is like introduced is no. paid off. You, you don't go like, hey, if you inject this in the wrong place, bad news. And then they, 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 they <laughs> then have someone injected in the wrong place, for God's sake. No, no, apparently no. Yeah. It was formulated wrong, and that was the problem. But but it's seriously, it's like Chekhov's ass, but it's never followed through on. There's there's even a line where the cat goes, Wizard, which butt should I shoot? And he goes, <laughs> You must shoot the left butt, kitty cat. Uh, I I will will slightly disagree and say, and I know this might seem uh, ridiculous, but I will say that I think if you were of a certain age growing up and watching this movie where a cat is dancing around and and having fist fights with 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 rats and everybody keeps yelling the word butt, you'd be laughing. Uh, yeah, that age is uh, thirty six because I was laughing. <laughs> About yeah. the fucking fourth time they cut back to that same musical number with these fucking horrible rats and their monster teeth. I just cracked up. Because they have human deal. teeth. The rats have human teeth. Yeah. <laughs> and then, it's so fucked up. They just play this fucking dad bar band song, and it's just, it keeps cutting back to the exact same thing. It's amazing. I actually, I kind of like the song, and I was kind of amazed because when the cat and the wizard are looking in at the barn, he's like, oh, wow, these guys are actually pretty good. And the cat's like, yeah, they're good. But they need to get out of the bar. Like everyone just agrees. I'm sorry. That, yeah, you like the song? Band, you is your favorite? Oh, fine. Your favorite band of all time? Demo track for Winamp. <laughs> MP3. I kind of like the, the stupid like synth groove, like fucking Phil Collins world beat thing that they were doing at first. <laughs> but then it just like yeah, degenerates into like Jim Belushi's band or something. <laughs> By the end, I was kind of into it. I don't know. They, they did some crazy guitar thing at the end. I was like, yeah, all right. That was cool. Slightly reminiscent you know. of the shimmy slide. <laughs> oh, yeah, I, did. I was going to say there are multiple uh, animators listed for this. So I'm, I'm like, yeah. did the musical, the musical <laughs> stuff Jones. feels like that's where the second <laughs> animator came in. Because it's of a, it's not synced well, but it's of a different caliber than the rest of these. Yeah. Who taught yeah. you to play that uh, breadstick? <laughs> that is very suspicious. Where did you get those spoons from? <laughs> I, I really enjoy too. Wizard Soso has a uh, a little catchphrase here that he uses a few times, and uh, it does? It, it, before before they execute their plan, he yells, "Let's go do some action," which I think is just a great <laughs> thing to yell before you do anything. Uh, so yeah, really wonderful. And then another great thing too is these are, these are supposed to be educational, right? These are these are supposed to be educational. But I guess the the like lessons that we're supposed to learn at the end do not uh -huh. align with the content that we had just watched. It's like, don't be a jerk and eat the cheese in the barn. Why the fuck not? <laughs> well, <it's> <laughs> well, I will say that, that the tomb of the unknown soldier, I think that they should have inscribed on there. Let's go do some action. Let's the go do some action. <laughs> Because <laughs> oh, that's God. the stupidest catchphrase. Um, but that's only the first story, of course. No, because no. the thing is, is that one of them shrinks, the other one enlarges. The enlarges. They go back to the lab. Their lab. They look at the list. They look at the thing. They realize the math. The math was the bad. Until they come back and they start doing the exact same thing again. And everybody plays music with opposite butt. And that's the movie. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, so this is this is 58 minutes long and it's broken up into two segments, okay? 
So what is the wizard doing math? <laughs> that I don't know because he's got a, he's got a PhD in uh, astrophysics or something. Yeah, yeah, that it. is. You weren't paying attention. So th- my question is, what is this thing? Because <laughs> because this seems like uh, some maniac's like idea for a television pitch. Like, uh, oh, this we can pitch this to a TV uh, network as if. Any TV network would ever look at this and say, yeah, sure, mix more. You're not going to like the answer, okay, Myros, but, uh, but I can tell you. I guess what confused me is that this had, it is split. So you're like, oh, it's two episodes of like a television pitch. But the first section is like 80% of the movie. So it's yep. very strange. Yeah, it's 80% of the movie, <laughs> but then... 50% yeah. of that 80% is just reused footage of the rats playing the song. Yeah, which so, could, could bring it to me, I guess. that's If, if only we're all just a, a loop of the rats playing the song. Just loop of the rats song, that's great. We should just have that looping I, honestly, in the background while we talk about it. Uh, yeah, the it's weird. The second story was great, though, too, because the, the second story had a very, very, very simple lesson, which was that you should be afraid. Just be afraid. They're going to kill you. They're going to kill you. And if they don't kill you, they're going to leave you alone. Mm-hmm. What? <laughs> like it was just like pure schizophrenic bliss, where everyone's trying to eat each other. <laughs> Except, yeah, it's just a bunch of very scary. It's a bunch of uh, talking animals that hate themselves, trying to become different things and murdering each other. So it's uh, it's it's a reflection of our own society, Colin. Uh, that's that's pretty much it. You know, it's wizard so so. It's, it's I learned a lot. Speaking truth to power. Uh, okay, so Myros, going back to your idea of you know why why is this so weird why why do we have like the the two different stories in the one movie why is it broken up in a bizarre like 80 20 ratio and i have a theory <laughs> so if you if you look <laughs> up bet. the animation company behind wizard so so fun magical adventure you will find nothing <laughs> yes absolutely nothing yes you okay. did research yes I, I was hoping one of you did yeah I, 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 this this episode spurred a lot of research i would say but no this is yeah, the only yeah. credit of, of any of these people so if if you look up rena wayananti she does pop up on google but not in any capacity that you would assume okay uh, what you can find assassinated 2015 <laughs> no, the, she's quietly removed by the CIA no the she uh, she got a PhD at, from Ohio State University in 1997 and her dissertation is about like creating animation for western audiences so I have chosen to believe that Wizard Soso was like a, a proof of concept or part of her dissertation or alternatively something that she used as like a teaching text as a professor. And that's the only thing I can think of. Like It, it doesn't make sense as a viable commercial product. Yeah, the problem with this theory is that she was awarded a PhD. <laughs> well, I mean, but that's legit. You can look at it. That's... Her writing seems yeah. fine. I read the abstract. Part of her fucking thesis, wouldn't wouldn't they be like, and no? It's like, or, <laughs> unfortunately, the thesis committee has uh, declined to hear your defense. Please remove yourself from the program. I, I don't know, but then the other thing is, is like when you when you look up people that are in academia, and I mean, if you have a PhD and whatever, she has a PhD, and that's where you're working. Like, there's no. It's not like you go. You don't get a PhD and then knock on Brad Bird's door and go, hi, I'm ready to make Toy Story 3. It doesn't fucking work that way. You don't need a PhD to do this shit. 
And so did he really direct that? <laughs> I, I don't fucking know. Is that him? He, okay, I was maybe. Be like, wow. I, I was just—that's th- not the point. The point is, other than the fact that you can find her her dissertation, you can't really find a lot that she's done. Like, there's no articles coming up on Google Scholar. There's no there's no like books or really anything else. You can just find bits and pieces to know that she, in some capacity was writing about and teaching about animation in the late 90s and the early 2000s, which Wizard Soso kind of has the look of. So then that makes me question <laughs> the 2008 date. A lot of questions, but she basically doesn't exist what? otherwise. So I don't know Where is she if she from? just dropped out of academia completely, but she's not on LinkedIn. She's not very Googleable. I don't know. She just went to school in Ohio. That's the best we've, that's all we have, which is better than the director of the first Armageddon, Mr. Al Davidian Teixeira Torres, who simply does not exist. Well, I mean, he's Googleable, but it's, <laughs> it's awfully difficult since he has published literally hundreds of, of this same uh, manner of horse shit in, in various yeah. different mediums. So if you Google the name, that's all that comes up is like, uh, like 70 books on, on Kindle, except exactly. not 70 because it'll be like uh, 500 because he, he published them in, in 12 languages or whatever. Uh, mm-hmm. All mm-hmm. of which have zero reviews except for, uh, I think I found, <laughs> I, I think maybe he has about five total reviews on every single project he's put out, which is a mountain of shit. And I, I I can only find one one review that wasn't a one star review. And it, oh, it, it no that's text. better than I no did. Text. I couldn't find it was just one. A rating, a two star rating. He had. Oh, he got a two star. Okay, good for him. I was going to say because normally we try and uh, we we try and find alternate opinions here because maybe we're wrong. Maybe we're being too hard on these things. Obviously, like uh, Colin's a prime example. He he's had some. Uh, some, some reverence and respect for films that we've chosen in the past, right? Yeah, surprisingly, because my God, it's all fucking horrible this week. It's <laughs> trash. It's all trash. It's all trash. I mean, it's you know, there's 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 two different kinds of animation. You can really look at it this way: there's a writer's show, and then there's an an animator show. You know, like some shows are more about the script, some are more about the drawing. And the first one is definitely more about the script itself than is the animation, <laughs> and more about the uh, subjects that it discusses, uh, such as how great Divine is and how horrible the future will be. But you know, just live in the present because they are so great and they have magical powers, and they will never explain those powers. Or you can go for more animated, like Wizard So So, where <laughs> I don't know. Um, the the second story involved. A dragonfly that turned into a dragon, and the dragon tried to eat them, so then the, the, the other dragonfly turned into a stick of butter, so it was a butter, butterfly. It tried to eat, eat a goat, goat hit the dragon. What? Like, it just, it's gibberish, like, concerningly gibberish, like. Yeah. Uh, where is she from, though? Where is she we the, the director from? We, all we, we have, the only connection we have is Ohio, which I don't think she's probably from Ohio, but she attended no. school in Ohio. But I don't think yeah. uh, alternative spellings of that name would. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, there's there's got to be some. Had other to be pretty studious though. Too, right? Ohio State University. That's nothing to to you know thumb your nose at. That's a tough school to get into. So uh, it was it was it, substantially worse in the nineties. I w- I would put it at the level of uh, Michigan State thereabouts. At the okay. Time. Okay. A little bit a mid level Big Ten. We'll say. Mid-level Big Ten. I okay. bet they can't throw a football. Now they're doing better. <laughs> now Ohio State's actually pretty pretty prestigious, pretty tough. Yeah. 
All right. Well, you know, I, I like I said, we tried to find some some alternative viewpoints on some of these, and uh, with the seer, the first Armageddon, not a lot out there. Uh, just a couple of one star reviews actually on on it, the old Amazon. Uh, the first one says garbage clickbait, not good. Donut waste your time. I think it's supposed to be do not. This dose not even rate a one star. Uh, <laughs> then, then another person said one star batshit insane messiah complex is the title of the review. This was amazing. It was so baffling and absurd to such a degree that I was left stunned. I couldn't look away. Neil Breen levels are crazy here. And I think, you know, it does have that those Neil Breen levels yeah. of crazy. It's just so mundane confident yeah and people don't understand that when you talk about movies like oh it's like it's bad but it's fun it's like no it's not like bad like fucking wizard so so and and the seer first armageddon they're bad okay neil breen doesn't make bad Mm. movies he makes unorthodox weird shit that happens to be paced well enough that it engages you but also breaks all of the and a codified cinematic rules that you are used to seeing people adhere to. That's why it's interesting. Are you showing everyone the measuring stick? <laughs> Is that what you're saying? Yes. Excuse me, poor animators. Let me yeah. explain to you. Let me how explain the worst to you why you're not still- good. <laughs> This is just fucking the trash. Worst, the worst is better the, than the you. The thing about Neil Breen is he he makes movies. You know this this thing. Yeah. it's not a movie. No one made any effort to make it a movie. Nothing. Another my dinner with Andre. No effort was applied, and fuck off. Yeah, there's no evidence humans were involved in the divine. I'll just say that. Yeah, much. it's, it's just like just you could say, "Oh, this is the work of a mad genius like Neil Breen." It's like shut the fuck up. This to use the word "work" is a stretch. This is just the most lazy piece of shit I've ever fucking seen. It doesn't. It, it's not a thing. Like it's just literally like a maniac wrote a fucking few months worth of diary entries and typed them into his. Uh, auto speech machine and fucking overlaid some shit he paid for on the internet. <laughs> I, I, I question whether he would use PowerPoint. I, I figure there's probably a, a web-based application that is capable of fucking doing yep. this uh, material. Hey guys, I know you do a lot of editing for the show, so let's all just pretend that uh, uh, we're in the middle of a conversation and I have some witty banter for you, okay? <laughs> so guys, I don't know about you, but uh, <laughs> if you listen to the dialogue, it uh, to me it kind of sounds like a chat room, doesn't it? <laughs> hey, I got written down. Okay. I don't know. I mean... No, no, but seriously, doesn't it sound like a chat room? It, it, it does. It doesn't sound just... like real people talking No, it's stream all. of consciousness like, it nonsense. Like it's it's Homestar <laughs> Runner made by a robot that loves Jesus. Yeah, that <laughs> that was filtered through Grammarly. Yeah, yes. the, the difference between this and a chat room is the chat room generally has multiple voices, and this is just like a thinly disguised one voice talking at itself over and over again about how great mm-hmm. it is, and it's just fuck fuck it. I I I don't know. I mean, I guess there could be an argument made for <laughs> Wizard So So, but Wizard So So has an aim. Its aim is is again probably to educate it's probably a, a tool it's not very successful it's pretty ugly i got a couple chuckles but uh, uh it the, is the seer uh, has it, a purpose 
And that purpose is to to get people to join his cult. Yeah, the, so, the seer's purpose is is strictly insidious, and uh, <laughs> I, I don't even know. I, I I don't know if the author thinks he's trying to start a cult or what. But either way, he's got the disease brain of like David Koresh, except without any ounce of charisma. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, you know, a, a lot of people seem to agree with you on the internet here, Myros, because Wizard Soso has several five-star reviews. Um, five stars, and it says, an unmitigated disaster. Well, that's strange. Uh, it says, this plot, wow, changed my life. Just wait till you get to the part where the Uncanny Valley rats jam out to the same royalty-free clipped website <laughs> keyboard loop for several eternities. Just, uh, just add the link so that we can just download it ourselves. Come on. <laughs> Five stars. Better than Veggie Tales will ever be. This movie helped me find God. Thank you, Wizard So-So. You've truly changed me and made me realize that I should not eat my friends. Uh, <laughs> uh, also, thank you for teaching me that doing drugs is cool. He does pop a lot of pills and shoot a lot of needles. I like your bong collection. He does have a bong collection. We should hang out sometime and get frisky, stay cool, and read your Bible, kids. Um, let's see. Uh, five stars. Literally phenomenal. Wizard Soso is the chillest guy on maybe the whole planet. I don't know how much weed he smoked to get there, but mad respect, my guy. Even when the dragon tried to burn down the dude's house, he was cool as a cucumber. He taught me to never turn into a dragon, <laughs> even if I am given the chance, and also taught me that it doesn't matter how long rats are playing the keyboard and banjo for, as long as they become <laughs> nice at the end. I also learned that goats have feelings too and scream in pain. <laughs> Why? Well, yeah. What was going on with that? By the way, the so the the dragon for some reason couldn't understand that it was too big to leave the house, so it destroyed the house. Yeah. It tried to fit its fat ass through the window, and it's just like the window's too small. And Wizard Soso was like, "Your hips are too stocky and wide," because that's how Wizard Soso talks. Uh, which He's also callback callback to. <laughs> Uh, a scene from the the rat story where Wizard Soso gets his own ass stuck in the barn window and is having trouble crawling out, even though because the perspective is warped, it looks like it, the window's like two inches off the fucking ground. It's weird. Uh, all right. Well, you know, I'm <laughs> buying more into your your the your thesis theory because one thing that stuck out to me as a sort of continuing mystery in, in, in our project here is. This is, I, I don't know if anyone has done any animation among us here. I, I have had a class, but not even in 3D, which is even more elaborate and immense in its uh, sure. labor. And you you look at something like Wizard So-So and you go, how? How does this exist? It, it would take literally thousands and thousands of hours to make this fucking hideous monstrosity. And sure. that, it, it's just it's always baffled me. But I guess if they were getting like uh, some sort of grant to do it, if they're if they're doing it for uh, doctoral Bingo. work, perhaps that makes sense Bingo. how the time mm -hmm. fits. Because, you know, yep. generally when we're watching these movies, you're like, yeah, any asshole can fucking take their camera out and fucking stroll around the park for a few hours and call it sure. a movie. But not any asshole yep. can sit down for thousands of hours and 3D animate a fucking feature-length film. But, yeah, I, again, I guess that's my argument for, for Wizard Sosa is beyond the fact that it's not monstrous, diseased propaganda. It also is something that someone labored over. And I don't know that I could say the same about the first Armageddon. <laughs> you, 
Uh, you can definitely tell that people labored under uh, Wizard So-So because you hear them. They're always like, duh, <laughs> duh, duh. <laughs> just always the same sound. <laughs> now, by the way, none of the sound effects are stock. They're just clearly the actors repeated. <laughs> people yelling. Very you gotta pay for strange. those sound effects. That shit's expensive. They already paid for the great song. Why would they pay for anything else? Oh, they have a couple songs, by the way. The, the last song is totally different. It has an electric guitar. <laughs> just saying. Yeah, that's the Jim Belushi That one jams song. out a little harder. <laughs> Yeah, that's the Belushi. All right, boys, we got to wrap this one up. So, you know, the, the last thing I'm going to say here in defense of uh, Wizard Soso being the worst movie is uh, it's just repugnant and nauseating to look at. But aside from that, it it doesn't have the unique quality that uh, the Seer, the first Armageddon has. Because when I see the Seer, the first Armageddon, is it one of the worst things I've ever seen? Absolutely. But have I ever seen anything, anything, even remotely like it? No. It is, uh, uh, we've flipped the page on cinema, folks. This is a whole new level. This is anti-cinema taken to its very extreme. You have never experienced anything (laughs) like this. Now, you want another wizard so-so? I don't know if you can find another wizard so-so, but you can find stuff like Food Fight or whatever that looks like shit and, and sounds like shit. Or uh, what's what's the one with uh, Sean Connery where he plays like a a, a little animated guy, Sir Billy, and Sir he plays Billy. a uh, he plays a robotic skateboard. Thank so, you, yeah. thank you. So uh. yeah, you can watch Sir Billy if you want to see this shit. But you in your entire life, unless you're in, in an HR training, you will never see something that is allegedly a movie that is whatever the first Armageddon is. I mean, so that's, I could show you 10 more on, on Amazon right the fuck now. Well, uh, from this, <laughs> from this, from the same filmmaker, but find me another filmmaker working today that make it anything like this. I hope that uh, no one is making things like this. Again, <laughs> we've made our arguments. I just want to point one more thing out about uh, our, our good friend, uh, Divine Torres. Uh, which is what he calls himself, by the way, in in the credits. So, yeah. Uh, if you were unsure that the, the main character was a self-insert, uh, there you go. Uh, also, he most of the movies he is selling on Prime for rental or for purchase, uh, zero, uh, 99 cents, or actually $1.99 for rental, $4.99 for purchase. Uh, I'm counting one, two, uh, three, four. For that are one minute long, dollar ninety nine for rental, four ninety nine for purchase. Love it. One Love it. minute long, including this is the one that has the most reviews of any of his uh, products. Is is Alien Invasion? Oh, this one does have a five star. It says uh, very goobed, uh, truly ahead of its time, which is surely a, a meme review, but uh, you know, so it goes. <laughs> Uh, one yeah. <laughs> one minute alien invasion. Uh, just a, a simple dollar ninety nine to rent. Uh, I I recommend that everyone get on that. That's like double yeah. the price of uh, uh, pornography. <laughs> yeah. Well, you guys get a so. Patreon. Just get get that get those funds together. You know, just just trade a new another Patreon <laughs> for the uh, alien invasion for one minute. I mean, <laughs> you know, was it four ninety nine? That's not bad. Yeah, if you want to own it, I mean, what we've learned in this day and age with all this blockchain shit is you got to own this digital stuff. Oh, it's got great value. <laughs> oh, right, well, I, I think it's I think it's fair to say 
that these are both colossal atrocities. Uh, Myros, you and I mm. have both weighed in. Colin knows where we stand. So, Colin, deciding vote. What's the worst film this week? Uh, it's probably got to be, and I know you're going to hate to hear this, Steve, but it's probably got to be the uh, the worst film. God, what's it called? The Last Armageddon? The First Armageddon. <laughs> Isn't that what it's The First Armageddon? <laughs> you already forgot the name. <laughs> it, it won't be The Last Armageddon because this asshole is going to churn out 10 more Armageddons, I guarantee <laughs> Yeah, yeah. But that's just it is that they, they call him the seer, but he's really not. He's he's more like the talker. You never see the character doing anything, but is always referencing all these amazing events that are happening off screen. And then it literally happens for 62 minutes. It's like, yeah, I remember my childhood like 13 or 14 separate times. I'm not exaggerating. 13 or 14 separate times they have to reestablish the Sears origin story and it never makes sense. They just keep doing it over again and you, you won't be able to follow. So far and away, it has to be just this, not even ego trip. It's just, you know what? Go on YouTube. You'll find a lot of these. There's a lot of garbage like this that's over an hour long. That's just like, you know, a teacher trying to explain, you know, how QAnon works or something. I don't know. <laughs> Stuff that gets banned. I don't know. Uh, but it, it's, yeah, it's a terrible, it's a cult. It's definitely, this person wants to start a cult, but it's just, it's, there's no charisma. You got to sell it to me. What's cool about you? You drive fast cars? All right. You hang out with dinosaurs? Cool. But like, you know, make it sexy. Come on. Make me die for you. All right. I know. I don't really want to. <laughs> If, if if you're giving if you're serving me up like Heaven's Gate cult Homestar Runner, I, I need a little bit more charisma. This guy Absolutely. doesn't have that that bop energy to him. All right, well, uh, Colin, thank you for going on this beautiful animated journey with us this week. And uh, if you're listening right now, uh, do us a right. big favor. There's a couple of links in the description. Uh, one will take you to our iTunes page where you can uh, rate this podcast five stars and give it a written review and. Uh, you can you can write whatever you want, honestly. Uh, it maybe maybe you're the director of Wizard So So, and you can tell us what you've been doing with your life, and if this was part of your PhD uh, dissertation. We don't know. We'd love to know, though. I mean, we could talk to um, Divine I, Torres, and uh, you know, I'd like to know more about his organization. You could talk to him. You could do that interview. Sure, sure. I'd, I'd gladly do that interview. Uh, I don't think I'd have to prepare many questions. I feel like I'd just say like hello, and then we'd have an. <laughs> Yeah, hour of a fucking screed from old divine but uh, steve before we wrap you you better talk scoreboard here because uh this doom run i'm on has brought me all the way back and now i'm i'm taking the lead four to three in season two you are up four three which is a, a goddamn travesty but it's fine it's fine i'm gonna get through it i'm gonna i'm gonna rally it's, you know you, you you slide a little bit you come back it's okay um so another thing you do if you listen right now, if you got a couple bucks to throw our way, we have a Patreon that you can give us money for. So, hey, you like podcast stuff? We'll give you more podcast stuff. Um, if you uh, donate just, I think it's like three bucks. It's the lowest tier. And that will get you access to an entire back catalog of uh, written content, old podcast content that you can't get anywhere else, and brand new podcast content that is Patreon exclusive. And also, I'm going to mail you a fucking movie in the in the mail. That's what I'm going to do. I, seriously, you get you get a gift, free gift. Look at that. I'm going to mail you something. You don't know what it is. You have no idea. I could mail you drugs, maybe. Maybe I'll do that. You think I should mail people drugs, Myros? 
Uh, why not? So so <laughs> no, told not? me it was all right. It's fine. Take the take the green pill and say Alakazam. You turn into a dragon. No, it's Sim Salabim. Thank you very much. I'm sorry, my mistake. You could have a real right butt scenario on your hand if you say those wrong words. <laughs> you know, I thought you were going to joke and say you were going to send people a copy of the first Armageddon. <laughs> no, I I will not. That will not be gifting that. Do you think that there's a physical copy of the first Armageddon? No, there's absolutely way. not a physical copy. That, absolutely not. <laughs> don't make that joke. Because, you know, the creator will be like, wait a minute, they're stealing my movie, man. <laughs> my brilliant movie. Get what burn Charles it to a DVD thought. and mail it to a stranger. That's great. Yeah. Uh, no, I'll send you a real ass movie. Could be a DVD, could be a Blu-ray, could be a box set. You don't know what you're going to get. You're going to get something, though. Uh, so, yeah, throw us a couple bucks if you got it. That would be lovely. Also, if you want to email us, if you got movie suggestions, questions, comments, death threats, marriage proposals, optimismvaccine at gmail dot com is the place to send that and uh if you are a uh a, perhaps a filmmaker that we have covered perhaps uh, you know you are the director of wizard so so email us optimism vaccine at gmail.com all one word there and uh yeah we'd, we'd love to talk to you because shit the shit's weird uh you could also tweet at us at optimism vaccine if that interests you so colin thank you once again and uh sim sim salabim absolutely <laughs> Nobody forgets their first Armageddon.